found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Tuesday here on the Ken Miller Show. It's Trent Condon and myself with you until 2 o'clock. Talking local sports with you on your favorite uh, listening device or right here at 1700 KBGG. We are glad that you have found us. A lot to get to today. Uh, Obviously, we will spend some time on Jacob Park. Not a ton of time. I don't know really what we can add to it. Uh, the fact that the uh, the one of the team captains begin the year and the starting quarterback up until the end of the Texas game is uh, asked his, for his transfer, uh, a story that uh, seemed to be um, just a matter of time before we saw that. And the time apparently uh, was last night. So Jacob Park will be, I want to say, fourth school, going on to school number four to finish out uh, his college career. Clearly a... Um, you, you, at least on the surface, looks to be a, a troubled young man in some respect. Wish him the best, but uh, look, Iowa State didn't miss a beat when they went to Kyle Kemp, and Zeb Nolan is the future there. It's just unfortunate the way that it ended with kind of the mud being slung back and forth. Uh, didn't need that, and mostly on Parks' uh, Parks' behalf. So we'll get into that momentarily here with Trent. Um, look, there was a ton going on last night. My, my Jets were playing. There was Monday night football. There's only three precious games left in Monday night. I love it. Uh, I want to watch every single one of them. Only but two? I, is that a, Well, three last night, so two. Yeah, 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 right. So that was my plan, Trent, is, you know what? I'll watch a little of my, my, my team, mm-hmm. but I'm going to watch mostly MNF. You know what I did? I, I couldn't turn the Drake game off. Drake Bulldogs. The Drake Bulldogs. Lead at the half. They gave Minnesota arguably the second best team in the Big Ten every single thing that they wanted. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you. I mean, is is coaching overrated? Mm, maybe in some respects. But when you get the right guy, and I know it's early in the process, but Drake is playing a different level of basketball under Nico Medved, and we hope to have him on tomorrow. Um, we have no confirmation on that yet. <laughs> Uh, but we hope to. We yes. made the official requests, but it's uh, anyways. Okay, I'm not going to down there. It's uh, it's a good story. It was a fun game last night. Murphy and Lynch are unbelievable. How about Woodward running all over the place? A little bearded <laughs> wonder. Kind of reminded me of you out there. Oh yeah. The now, yeah. now he's you're, you've got to lose a few. Yeah, right. Uh, Drop a few lbs. Right, but but watching Woodward <laughs> running around last night, Timmer, who's been the really carried the team a lot of times mm-hmm. throughout his career, he couldn't make a shot last night. What might have been when Reed Timmer looks back on this one. Um, you know, but they but they got other guys to step up in his play. Fun basketball game, Trent is is my point. And it, I didn't think I'd watch the Drake Bulldogs. So. It, it was, and I, I I mentioned that to you yesterday. Yeah, okay. Kind of honestly, it never sunk in at all. I mean, yeah. Minnesota's going to kill them, Trent. Why would you even bring that up? Minnesota's struggling right now. They too. are. They're really struggling, yeah. and uh, got blown out by Arkansas. Mm-hmm. They just they haven't looked good. And Drake. That, an opportunity, and that would have shoulda. You talk about a building block, oh. Nico Medved, a Minnesota kid, yeah, to go up there with his team first year and pull off that upset. It would have been monumental, certainly for Drake, mm-hmm. and getting some positive momentum going. 
they got another big opportunity Saturday. They sure do. And all of a sudden, that game takes on a whole new level of anticipation. And like I said, we hope to be able to uh, to talk some Drake uh, tomorrow during the 1 o'clock hour. We're certainly efforting it. But, uh, look, my opinion hasn't changed on Minnesota, at least as far as their personnel. We knew Coffee was really good. Murphy is a rebounding machine. And Reggie Lynch is going to alter and block more <laughs> shots than we've seen in a long, long time. I mean, even Lynn, uh, Murphy got into the block party last night, but there was a sequence at the some point in the second half, maybe midway through, maybe a little bit past that. Back to back blocks, just you know, you don't bring that in here. Yeah, I got no time for this. <laughs> Get your weak game out of here, right? And he'll play the league, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, oh, I think he will. He's too. limited offensively, yeah. but a guy like that, mm-hmm. he he finds a spot in the yeah. league. Illinois State. Imagine if they would have had him last year. Oh my! How good that Illinois oh, State team, and then my. you had Reggie Lynch on top yes. of this. Another woulda. Excellent shoulda, point. Coulda. Forgot all about that. And uh, made his way back home. Yeah. But Drake, that, it's it's fun. Even in a loss, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And you can take those kind of... They're getting better. They're getting better. Right. They're doing it with largely the same group of guys that were there last year. And during, that tells me it's coaching, Trent. Yeah, get the guy that you're going to listen to, mm-hmm. you're going to buy in. And you know the, few, I, the Gibbs kid, he didn't play a lot last night. He's the uh, freshman guard. Played eight minutes, yeah. I, I like him. Mm-hmm. I, when I went to the Capital City League this summer, I liked him. I think that this is a, a kid that you know you can build on, and you mm-hmm. just keep, keep building the pieces. And where did he get him from? DC. Wow. Yeah, just you know an under recruited kid. He was available in spring. And Bright kid, obviously. Yeah, yeah. At least so you would think. You would think so. If you're yep. getting into Drake for mm-hmm. the most part, yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably going to be the case. They still so, have the the two two, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's it's a start. That's what you can say. There is hope for the future. Every coach comes in with expectations that they're going to be the one to turn it around. But seeing this team on the floor, seeing what they did when they're in their uh, you know tournament, they beat Wake Forest, they gave Colorado a good game, beat what Richmond I think in the third place game. Mm-hmm. You know that that's that's better than what you normally progress see. Progress is what it is. Yes. And uh, but talk about a big step. You beat Iowa. You do it in the Big Four Classic. You do mm-hmm. it with you know the eyes of the college basketball state upon you. Program might arrive. So, uh, maybe has a chance to arrive a lot earlier. And maybe, just maybe, they won't be in the Drake Invitational this year. Which would be huge, a, a huge step forward, Trent. Look, yeah. at we have, um, for the most part, not ignored. But, yeah, we kind of have. Yeah. And, you know, we do we do uh, Flavor of the Days talk radio. That's, in my opinion, that's the way it should be, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, what do people want to listen to. And, and it's, it hasn't been Drake basketball since no. 2008. It's a, it's a show killer. Last night was fun. Last mm-hmm. night was a, was was a step in the right direction. So, look, in, in a year where Iowa may not live up to expectations, Iowa State's probably still going to be you know, some growing pains. It's not to the 2008 level when everything lined up, when both Iowa and Iowa State were god-awful. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this Drake story just captured everybody, and they couldn't keep that momentum. And you know, everybody jumped on board, but very quickly jumped off. You know, um, like I'm not saying it's going to be 2008, but my point is, it's been a long time since there's been some excitement right. around Drake men's basketball, and there really is. I think there is too. I think it's fair. All right, Jacob Park. Um, we saw him on the sidelines the Thursday night against Texas, and, and I've. We said it at the time. Um, I, I don't recall a an exchange, multiple exchanges between a head coach and a quarterback. Sure, sidelines can be animated. Um, it's 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 a place where guys are all revved up, right, and their mm-hmm. uh, passion. Um, but we, I don't recall seeing an exchange like we saw that night. And Clone fans at the time wanted to, you know, brush it under the table uh, type of stuff. Um, 
but it, that was the last time he saw the field and is suspended moving up to it. Look, the story, the, the story to me, and, and look, I, I know Tommy Birch is getting a ton of uh, criticism coming his way because he didn't get the Iowa State side of the story before he published it last night. You get a story like that in mm-hmm. today's day and age. You know, there was a time when, you know, you could wait, you could get this story, write your story, do all the legwork behind it, and run it knowing that it's not going to be borrowed from you until the paper hits the doorstep the next day, right? Yep. Yep. But today's media, the way we consume it via Twitter, etc., it's changed. You get one like that, you got to go. Yes. I mean, you. you that that's good for Tommy to get that. That's a that's a feather in Tommy's cap. I get it that you want both sides in the story, but at the time he didn't have both sides, and you know I'd, I'd have done the same thing. I guess I'd have mm-hmm. done the same thing, and I don't I don't fault what uh, what Tommy get, and he's getting a lot of arrows shot his way from the you know cyclone um, fanatics out there, if you will. Well, uh, unfortunately, not everybody can be a cheerleader. If if you want compelling stories, if you do, and here's the thing. Iowa State fans, they want to know this story, right? I would have thought. You want to know this story. You Mm -hmm. want to know the reasons. We had an Iowa State guest on yesterday, Dylan Munz. Mm -hmm. At the end of the conversation, what do you ask him? Is there any update? Any update. It's a story that's been, you know, it's it's been on front street since he walked away from the team or was suspended or whatever the hell happened. I, uh, in fact, Saturday night was at a Christmas party Mm -hmm. with a couple of Cyclone boosters, including one pretty prominent one. And asked the question, and there were things in Tommy's story that I had heard about. There were some other things that I hadn't. And it's just, you know, what do you want? Do you just want it to be Cyclones.com? Do you just want a reporter that is just going to report exactly what you want to hear? Yes, unfortunately, Trent, that's the way that the sports world is going. I don't like it at all. I don't either. You and I are dinosaurs. We truly are. It's... um. don't make Iowa State look bad in a story. Travis Hines gets a lot of arrows shot at him because he reports stories. He's yes. not. He doesn't wear. He doesn't shake the pom poms, right? But look, it, it it's it's what people want to hear. They want they want happy time radio, or ha- they they want to see their newspaper. They want to read good stories. They don't want bad. And and the Register, unfortunately. Um, and not just them, newspapers in general with the subscriptions uh, and the readership um, going the way that it is, and that's downward, they know that they can't piss off any of these fan bases because yeah. they'll cancel the subscription. Right. You know, and how many times have you read that over the years? And yeah. I do think that people follow up on that. But the, the story that Tommy's story in the paper today, um, you know, that Park said he informed the coaching staff yesterday. Mm-hmm. Chris Williams, who is, let's be honest, I mean, when when Iowa State wants their story in the media, wants their side of it out there, who are they going to turn to? Right. Right? They're going to turn to Chris. And Chris very quickly put it out there that um, Matt Campbell found out about Jacob Park wanting to transfer via Tommy Birch's story. What is it? Right? <laughs> right? That, that, that this doesn't add up. Uh, this is just one of the areas that doesn't, doesn't add up. But what adds up at the end of the day, Iowa State's going to move on. They're going to be better without Jacob Park. Jacob Park, they gave him a chance. I don't know what more they could have done, um, but everybody moves on. You 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 hope that Park gets his life in order. Whether he plays another snap of football, he's a father now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you get your priorities straight. Iowa State got bowl eligible, had an unbelievable year, and one of the stories in all of college football this year 
was the emergence of Kyle Kempton, his story, and how yep. long that he waited. So. And you, you couple that, you get to see Zeb Nolan. If Kemp doesn't get mm-hmm. that sixth year, you got hope for next year. Hey, we know who our And he's had a start under his belt, so now that uh, he's, you know, he's crossed that threshold, yep. if you will. Check that box. But the part of the story that jumped out to me was... The little shot at Iowa State fans. Yeah, that's not right. I mean, go back to his Twitter feed, right? Right. I mean, it was an outpouring of support. Right. And he was conversing back and forth with them, thanking on them, thanking for them being. I didn't get that. I didn't either. You could call Iowa State a lot of things, and we have throughout the years. But not supportive? No, 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 no. Come on. Doesn't add up. Come on. No. There's only there's there's no fan base like him. No, and I say that in a positive way. Yes, you're with a great deal of respect. Yes, thick and thin. Yes. That football stadium filled up, Hilton mm-hmm. filled up, showing up when it's not always easy to no, show up. No, it's not easy to show up. Couldn't agree with you more. And they do, right. time and time out. That fan base not supportive. You think that fan base isn't supportive, then I don't know a college program you're going to find that you no. think is supportive. Yeah, I mean, his Twitter feed's there for, for the whole world to see. And it's just, you know, we, we, brought, we talked about it during the show. I think one of the, I, I don't know if it, it was going. It was ongoing while we were on the air, but I, but I certainly remember it was a big portion of the show, and I was blown away that you know we put that out there, and Cyclone fans, you knew that they would, you know, uh, come to his, not to his aid, but they would would show support mm-hmm. because they finally you know reached out to them via Twitter, and and then there was a while that he was going back and forth with one after another after another, and it was all positive, right? And then for him to you know take a shot on the way out the door. Um, you know, I don't know if his feelings are hurt. I don't know if he's disappointed that you know that they have the success without him. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But you, you can't. You can't say that the support wasn't there. It truly was. And uh, to one of our listeners uh, that was at that party, no, Bufante, you are not the prominent booster that I was talking to. <laughs> he just tweeted at me. Sorry, sorry, you're not the one I was talking to, Adam. <laughs> so where were you? Uh, just Christmas party. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, one of our friends' dads. One of the big people up there. Mm-hmm. So he's flown on the planes before, mm-hmm. you know, road games. He, he, he's he got a lot of inside access. So right. it's always fun to pick the brain of somebody like that because there are parts that you don't know. We all assumed it was a marijuana suspension, but there was never but anything. But this long for marijuana? Well, There's and, more to it than a pot suspension. You get you get you get you get suspended for pot. It's, it's more than once. It's not more than once. And, and it wasn't the first time. Well, I don't know that. You, yeah. you, I mean, to get a suspension, a suspension from the school, it has to be a first test. Sorry, you're done. Yeah. So I don't think we'd see many college athletes if that was That's the case. That's for certain. That's <laughs> come, for absolute come on. certain. No, I agree. One one pot and up, you're done for a game. There'd be one game suspensions happening, game in and game out. I mean, you look at an injury report, and then you have to have it the next side. Pot report. <laughs> True story. All right, here's what's coming up in the first hour. We're going to uh, get into the NFL. Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. Blair Kirkhoff, excited to talk to Blair. Do some Big 12 stuff with Blair. Kansas has had a couple of losses. Are they still invincible in Big 12 play this year? We'll talk about the Chiefs. We'll talk about the Royals. I'm anxious. I'm, I'm glad we were able to line up Blair Kirkhoff uh, today. Good guest and uh, a lot going on in uh, the Kansas City area. John Miller will be here at 120. Uh, then we're going to do some Vikings at uh, 140 with Tim Yotter. Uh, the offensive line, the, the walking wounded uh, with the uh, Vikings O-line. So we'll do that for a few minutes. I'm sure we'll get back to Jacob Park at some point. And to Drake. Coach Medved, we'd love to have you on tomorrow. The invitation has been extended. Um, we hope to hear from you. <laughs> or your or your SID, if for some reason, hasn't got back to us. But we'll... 
pursue. We'll uh, go in a different direction if that's the case. Maybe they don't need the publicity. Maybe. I mean, they're sold out over there over every night. Oh, right. 7,000 packed to the rafters, Every right? single night. Uh, time out. We'll come back. NFL conversation. Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. Next, it's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Conner and myself, noon to two, Monday through Friday. Local sports with you, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight, and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you. Like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. And at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. Choosing the right mortgage lender involves much more than just a rate. Quicken Loans has earned 11 J.D. Power Awards for client satisfaction. And we invented Rocket Mortgage, a simpler, hassle-free way to get a mortgage completely online. No one else has anything like it. So choose Quicken Loans, America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. 1908 Draft House is the Metro's favorite sports bar. Dedicated to fans of Chicago baseball, University of Iowa, Iowa State, college basketball, and football. 1908 Draft House serves yummy food in a great sports atmosphere with tons of TVs. With locations in Johnston, Waukee, and Des Moines. And now opening their fourth Metro location in West Des Moines at 50th and EP True. Perfect for lunch, happy hour, dinner, or just to watch the game. Meet your friends at a 1908 near you today. Where to go for the best holiday lights in Des Moines? We've got the answer. Hi, Scott here with Luxor Limousines, inviting you to one of Luxor's holiday light tours. Let our team of seasoned chauffeurs take you and your guests on a journey displaying the most magical lights Iowa has to offer. Google Luxor Limousines today. On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org Iowa 
for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter, online, afsp.org slash Iowa. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Start spreading the news. Variety's Black Tie Gala, New York, New York, is set for January 19th. Black Tie is a gala evening emceed by Des Moines native David Anthony Higgins, known for his role in hit television show Mike and Molly. The evening features cocktails, dinner, and dancing. Variety, the children's charity, works to improve the lives of underprivileged, at-risk, and special needs children by gifting bikes, building inclusive playgrounds, providing support to critically ill children, and more. Join us January 19th at Black Tie to ensure all children are able to reach their full potential. Get your tickets for Variety's Black Tie at varietyiowa.com backslash black tie. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Blair Kirkhoff, Kansas City star, coming up in about 20 minutes. Look forward to that right now. Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com. He writes at the shutdown corner. We'll get to the NFL in a second. Uh, Frank scratched one off. Uh, Most guys have the Army-Navy game on their bucket list. I was kind of living vicariously through Frank Schwab when I saw that he was their lucky guy. Frank, uh, did it live up to the hype? I mean, uh, most college football fans have this. We've got to see the Army-Navy game before my time on earth is done. Uh, You scratched it off your list. How was it? Oh, my goodness. It was so fun. I've always loved that game. I've always loved the rivalry. I mean, we talk about, you know, when we talk about rivalries and great rivalries. We talk about, you know, people say like, oh, it doesn't matter what they do the rest of the year as long as Ohio State beats Michigan. Well, that's not true. If, <laughs> if Urban Meyer went 1-11 every year with a win over Michigan, they'd run them out of town. But it really is true with Army-Navy. Like, this is, this is all they play for. This is, I mean, the other, the other 11 games just kind of seem like, uh, you know, a warm-up for that game. And, you could tell it was tense the entire game. The both, you know, both cadet squadrons were really into it. The game itself was unbelievable. The setting in the snow, yep. it came down. I'm a huge, you know, maybe I'm just a football nerd, but I'm a huge fan of option football, the way these teams play. So, I mean, if you think Army Navy's boring, you're just not appreciating the fact that they're really creative in the run game. I mean, it, it, creative, creative football doesn't have to be passive. 
football. So everything about it was great. Philly's a great city. Everything it was awesome. It was a really, really fun experience. Yeah, you preached in the choir. It was. Uh, it's great theater, Frank. Uh, did you stay to see the uh, both of the uh, both of the programs sing after the game was over, and who sings first and who sings? Uh, it's just phenomenal. It's just part and parcel of it. But it kind of puts a cherry on top when they when they do sing to the fan bases. That was that was awesome. Also, the march on hours before the game, both both uh, cadet squadrons march on four thousand strong for each academy march mm-hmm. on the field. Uh, that was really really fun. I mean, yeah, even though we had been sitting in the snow for hours and hours, we stuck it out to watch the alma maters. And you know, hey, Army sings second again. Uh, what a great win for that program. It's it's nice that you know just. Again, I have no ties to either either universe or either uh, academy. I just am a big fan of this, the the uh, rivalry. But it's really cool that Army's made it a rivalry again. Maybe it won like fourteen in a row, fifteen in a row, and, and now it feels like it is a rivalry again because they're kind of on even footing. Well, uh, your expertise, though it's fun talking Army Navy, is the NFL. So let's dive in here, Frank, and uh, want to start up north with our neighbors. To the north, up by 35. The Vikings finally see that eight-game winning streak snap. Still, I walked away. They didn't play well. They had a lot of kind of fluky things that didn't go their way. For them to battle back in that fashion, certainly I think is hopeful for this team, and now it looks to be a wide-open NFC playoff picture. Yeah, that's a thing. I mean, losing on the road, your third straight road game to a really good Carolina team, and losing in the last minutes, oh, fine. I mean, I know everybody hates to lose. You don't want to lose, but of all the times you can lose, that one you just kind of shrug your shoulders and say, well, okay, that, that was bound to happen at some point. And I think if you look at the big picture, the Vikings the Vikings were big winners on, on Sunday, and that's because of the Wentz injury. And Again, you know, nobody wants to see Carson Wentz go down. I don't think any any NFL fan really wants that, or any team wants that. But if you look at who benefited the most from Carson Wentz's injury, well, it's the Minnesota Vikings because the path is so much clearer for them now. You know, not not only to, to go through the NFC playoffs, but to get a one seed and have both of those games in Minnesota, I, I, that was a huge that's a huge deal for the Vikings. Whether it's unfortunate, but it's still they're going to benefit from that. So all in all, I don't think the loss on the field is that bad for them. And I think the Wentz injury was a really really big boost for them. How big of a drop off is it to Nick Foles in your opinion, Frank? I, you know, I think it is a huge drop off. I'm not going to sit here and, and try to. to to put makeup on that, but as I wrote in power rankings today, I, I kind of went through the steps on, you know, Philly's not the same team they were you know, 48 hours ago, but they're still good enough to win a Super Bowl, or at least get there. I mean, they're going to play a really good AFC team when they get there, but, you know, I mean, Nick Foles is not, there's a lot of teams in the NFL that just have terrible, terrible backups. I don't think Nick Foles is terrible. I think he's, he's competent. He's not, he's not one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the world anymore, but he's capable, and the, the Eagles are built well around him. The Eagles have a really good running game. They have a really good defense, especially the front seven. They have a really good play. You know, Zach Ertz and Alshon Jeffrey for, for Foles to pass to. He doesn't need to be Superman. He needs to be good, but he can be good. He's shown that he has been good in the past. And the schedule lays out where they can win their final three Finish fourteen and two, get the one seed. And anytime you're home in that weather in Philly, you're gonna feel good about your chances. So, and we've we've also I put out a lot of the examples of you know this isn't it's by far not the first time a team has tried to go to a Super Bowl to back a quarterback. I mean we we kind of forget that you know Jim Plunkett in 1980 started the season as the backup. And Kurt Warner was a backup in preseason, and Jeff Hostetler was inserted after the Giants started eleven and three. So this isn't unprecedented. 
Nick Foles isn't that bad. The Eagles are a very, very good team. Yeah, it's a huge blow, but I don't think the Eagles are dead yet. Who is the favorite now in the NFC in your mind, then? You know, if I, if I, it, it's hard for me to just dismiss the Vikings, because the Vikings should be the answer. Once, once Wentz is out, I think you, you put the Vikings out of them. But I think when you get into that situation, I think I'm going to take the Saints. I, I think mm-hmm. that the Saints, the Saints are the team with the best quarterback. The Saints are the team that they, they, they run the ball so well, and that's going to play well in bad weather if they have to play in that in Philly. And their defense is legit. I, I think at some point you just have to say, I don't know how it happened, but this defense is really, really good. I mean, they, they yeah, they lost on Thursday night to Atlanta, but Atlanta couldn't just move the ball up and out the field on them. They had a tough time. So I think once we get into the playoffs, I don't, I don't think the Saints are necessarily going to have that one seed or anything, but I do think the Saints are the best team in the NFC. And I think that if I had to pick one, I'm fine putting putting my uh, chips on Drew Brees in that team. What did we learn last night, Frank, about the Patriots? Uh, Belichick wanted nothing to do with the question uh, regarding the look ahead to the Steelers, which just is a massive game coming up uh, this Sunday. What did we learn about them? And we, we we I don't recall ever seeing Brady struggle the way he did with you know failing to convert a third down. There was at no point in that game, Frank, that I feel you know what Patriots going to come back and win this football game, and that's rare because you know when they are down and it doesn't happen a lot, you, you're, you're pretty confident that Brady's never out of it. I didn't think they had a, at any point they were going to come back last night. What did we learn? No. Not at all. You're you're completely right. They got dominated last night. And, you know, I, first of all, I'll just say that I don't think it's a big reason to overreact to anything. They, they're a team that hadn't lost in two months. And I, I think that, you know, whatever we saw last night, it's not some, you know, sign that they're going to fall apart. But there were concerning signs. No doubt. You talked about not converting on third down. I mean, I I guess I hadn't realized at this point how how reliant they were on Rob Gronkowski. I mean that that showed that they really need him to stay healthy down the stretch here. If he has to go down again for any reason, I mean we obviously have an injury history. I think that the, the Patriots might be in real trouble. And you know the the receivers just couldn't get separated. I mean, they just didn't. I, Brady was off, and the receivers really weren't getting open and making plays. I didn't really like what I saw from them. The defense didn't play well at all. Cutler looked great last night, and that's not a good sign for the Patriots. But I think Belichick's crazy to dismiss the, you know, did you look ahead question. Of course they were looking ahead. I don't care how robotic the Patriots are. It's impossible for them not to look ahead. They That game last night meant nothing to them in the grand scheme. They have the Bills and the Jets at home in weeks 15 or 16 and 17. So if they go into Pittsburgh to beat the Steelers, they're going to get the one seed. And whatever happened last night doesn't even matter. And everybody knows it in the back of their minds what's coming up this week. So I think, of course, they were looking ahead. I think the Patriots are just fine. But, yes, there were a few things last night you looked and you said, well, but let's, let's bookmark this and keep this in mind because this might pop up again. So we know it'll be the Pats and the Steelers that'll be overwhelming favorites out of the AFC. Is it time to start taking Jacksonville a little more seriously? Mm. Oh yeah, their their defense is so good. I I don't know that they can necessarily string together wins at Pittsburgh and then at New England or vice versa. I I, I think that they could beat either one of those teams though. In an, in one game situation, their defense is just it's amazing. At one point, Russell Wilson rallied. And I look at that more as a, a positive for Russell Wilson than a negative for the Jaguars. But at one point, Russell Wilson, I believe he was 7 of 12 for 32 yards. And this was like, you know, two minutes left in the first half. Uh, and this is an MVP-type quarterback we're talking about. They're just they're so good up and down that defense. And Blake has been better. I, I don't think Blake Bortles is a great quarterback. I don't think 
anybody wants him as their quarterback in January, but he's been good enough, and they do have some weapons. Fournette's a great runner. They're built to win in January. If you're going to make an argument for the Jacksonville Jaguars, it's a, you, you think about what wins in January when it's going to be cold in Pittsburgh, when it's going to be cold in New England, and it's not New England spreading it out, and it's not you know Antonio Brown going for 200 yards. It's running the ball, playing defense, winning 10-7, and Jacksonville's built for that. So if you are making an argument for Jacksonville, I would say that you know it's that. It's that they're kind of one of those teams that's going to play, quote-unquote, playoff football, I just don't, I don't think they can do it twice in a row, but I do think individually they could be the one of those teams. Mm-hmm. Last thing, Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports, uh, joins us. Uh, Frank, you and I have been both uh, on this Chargers team for, I don't know, four to six weeks. Uh, they get their opportunity. They've done what they needed to do to put themselves in position to have a meaningful game in Kansas City on, on Saturday night. Kansas City... Uh, I mean, they've already got the one game for them. The Chargers cannot lose this game, in my opinion, and save their playoff hopes. They need to win. How big is Saturday night? Correct. Absolutely right. I, I, I mean, it's in the Chargers power rankings, I, I laid out the case that, you know, they lose their 7-7. Seven and seven. And who's, who are they going to pass in the AFC wildcard race? Even if they went out and go 9-7, and seven, no sure thing there. So, I think this is a must-win, and it's just as much as I love the Chargers, as much as you love the Chargers, how they've played, doesn't this just seem like the game the Chargers are going to blow? Like, doesn't it just seem like they're going to be up? They're going to be up twenty-one zip with like five minutes left to find a way to lose. Like that, it's just like this is just setting up to just kill every remaining all the two dozen remaining Chargers fans there are. It's just going to like this team has been through so many just horrible, stupid losses over the last few years. It just seems like they're going to find a way to blow this on Saturday night. Uh, thanks for sharing your Army-Navy stories with us. Uh, we appreciate it, and uh, great to talk to you as always. We'll, we'll hopefully run you down next week. Thank you, Frank Schwab. Appreciate it as Absolutely. always. I appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports, uh, talking to NFL. Frank, uh, one of the NFL writers at yahoosports.com. Trent, did you hear anything that uh, removes Army-Navy from your bucket list? Nope, 2035, I will be there. I saw you tweet that this weekend. Yeah. So what's the deal with that date? So your daughter will be grown and gone by she'll then. She'll be in college. Me and uh, my buddy who has daughters she'll also. Just, she'll be in college. You know she'll... how much that's going to cost you, Pops? Well, that's true. Well, hopefully scholarships will be. Oh. Yeah. Is she yeah. an athlete? No, no. Okay, no. so she's an academic. academic scholarship. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So your, mo- your wife must have uh, something between the ears then? Yes, very much. Okay. Didn't get it from the old man. Right, right. Thank God for that. But, uh, yeah, that's what we're hopeful for on that end. Uh, a well, teacher and a radio one. guy, you know, we're not exactly rolling in money, no. as you can imagine. No, I don't have to imagine. I, I know. <laughs> yes, 2035. It was one day we were sitting, enjoying some cocktail. We need to go to this game. And, oh. and every year we always kind of oh. converse back and forth about it. And so we decided, you know, all right, well, here, that's not going to work. And we were talking, let's just play it when the girls are gone. We will make our way to Philly or Baltimore or New York or wherever it happens to be. Mm-hmm. 2035 is the date. Hopefully I'm around. Oh, yeah, we'll be fine. 2035, sure. 17. How many years ago? I'll be 54. In 17 years? Yeah. Oof. 54. It's not old, Trent. No, it's not. <laughs> not old. No. I'll take a time out. Uh, Blair Kirkhoff, looking forward to this. One of our favorite guests, Blair Kirkhoff, Kansas City Sports on the docket. What's wrong with Kansas? Chiefs and the Chargers, massive. The Royals. Uh, it's going to be a tough week for Royals fans. I have that feeling. How about the Jake Arrieta to Washington? Not done. Mm-hmm. Scherzer, Strasburg, Geo Arietta. It's as pretty formidable. M- as many have pointed out, kind of reminds you of that. Avery, Glavin, mm. Maddox, Smoltz, 
Maddox. Need a bullpen. Merker. Need a bullpen, though. Need a bullpen. You don't want yeah. Charlie Liebrand throwing no, in the uh, no, 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 eighth or ninth inning of a ball game. We saw how that goes. Yeah, boy, there was some, there was some talent on those Braves in the early nineties pitching staffs. When they're, whew. I hope Arietta doesn't go there. I hope that um, you know, come on, that's too much. They got what's wrong with their pitching staff now, right? Right, but you can always Scherzer, be better. Strasburg, Geo, they can't get past good. the divisional series. They're yeah, they're trying true. everything out there, and they got the money. Richest ownership group in ba- in Ted all Lerner. sports. Yeah, where did he make his money? Is he Comcast? Yeah. Oof. Uh, time out. Blair Kirkhoff next. Ken Miller Show. Noon to 2, Monday through Friday, 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses. McKee RV, a Celtic tradition. And the Casey Trailers. Everything's great. You're humming along to your favorite holiday music, happy as can be. Having a pleasant little drive because you think you're on your way to the best deals of the holiday season. But did you check eBay? If you did, you'd know we have price match guarantee on eBay deals all season long, which means the best deals on gifts from Adidas to Samsung to Dyson, and all with free shipping. So keep humming your favorite holiday tune, but make sure to check eBay deals for the best prices all season long. eBay, fill your cart with color. (gasps) Hear that? That's the sound of speechless. Like when you give her an unforgettable gift from Jared the Galleria of Jewelry. Whether it's one of the hundreds of new pieces in our collection, one of the exclusive pieces you can only find at Jared, or a custom piece we create just for you, Jared is the place to find the gift... I love it. ...that takes her breath away. And that's why he went to Jared. It's Macy's One Day Sale. Shop incredible deals of the day, Tuesday and Wednesday. Like 60% off sweaters for him and for her. Take 50% off coats for him and packable styles for her. Save 40 to 75% on select fine jewelry. Eight-piece bed ensembles from Fairfield Square Collection, just $29.99. And tools of the trade cookware, only $9.99. Macy's One Day Sale. The perfect gift brings people together. Savings off regular and sale prices. Exclusions apply. 
Happy holidays to all of you. This is the National Alliance on Mental Illness of Greater Des Moines. We offer education, support, and advocacy on mental health issues. Please remember three things during this busy season. You are not alone. The illness is not your fault. And never give up hope. Call 850-1467 or go to NAMIGDM.org for more information. Happy New Year. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conant and myself taking you up until 2 o'clock. In the 1 o'clock hour, John Miller will be here. HawkeyeNation.com inside the Vikings with Tim Yotter from Viking Update. Look forward to that. Right now, though, let's head south, shall we? Off we go to Kansas City. Kansas City Star Sports columnist. He's Blair Kirkhoff, uh, and he joins us. Blair, uh, happy holidays, Trent and Ken. How are things, Blair Kirkhoff? Doing great. Hope you guys are doing all right. Absolutely doing just fine. Uh, let's start. Football. Uh, I can't wait for this game on uh, on Saturday night. AFC West, the Chargers have done enough to get themselves right back into this race, uh, in part uh, due to the collapse of the Chiefs, who turned things around this past week, Blair. But Marcus Peters being out of the lineup, is it a coincidence that the Chiefs had you know one of their better games in weeks with you know arguably one of their uh, best defensive players forced to sit that one out? Is there a coincidence? I, I think that it... I think you see this in sports sometimes, especially with an injury. When when a a, a good player, star player, goes down, there's sort of a, a rallying around the cause move. And I I don't know if that was the case as much as the Chiefs tweaked a couple of things defensively without Marcus Peters. Uh, they played a little more press coverage and with the corners, and they they moved a piece or two on the defensive line, showed some different looks. And I think that's important when you in, in division games when you're seeing a team for the second time and they know all your personnel and they they know everything that uh, you know every play that you've run. Uh, those are just unique to division games. So 
I, I think if Peters had been gone for another game, a okay. different game that wasn't a division game, it might have been a little bit different. But this one just coincided with the fact that it was an important game. I think the Chiefs had had, certainly have had enough of their losing ways. And they're not a better team without Peters, but they were a changed team without him, and that worked in their favor on, on Sunday. What's the mood down in Kansas City inside the fan base? They get the win, at least stop the bleeding for now, but... 5-0 and start, talk of Super Bowl. Hey, just head up 35 right to Minneapolis. This is going to be great. And now maybe a playoff appearance, and that's about it. Uh, is the fan base uh, frustrated, still hopeful? Where are they? Yeah, yeah. Look, I had my, uh, my, 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 my mouth, mouth set on Hickory Park uh, on the way, of the way up and <laughs> there back. There you go. In the Super Bowl. So, um, look, it, it, that's a good way of describing it. It was. It's been... An unbelievable roller coaster, five and zero, and um, and everybody you know marking off that that early February date because this was going to be the breakthrough year for the Chiefs, and it just seemed like this was the the team that Andy Reid had been building for for the five years he's been in Kansas City. He had some weapons and uh, liked his defensive pieces. Uh, Alex Smith uh, peaking at the you know at, at age thirty three, and it just seemed that everything was going right. And then, and that to me, what changed was the Steelers came to Arrowhead Stadium and they won in exactly the same way that the Steelers won the playoff game last year. Um, you know, just too much Le'Veon Bell and not enough Alex Smith and offensive uh, firepower. And I think that that got into the, the Chiefs' head a little bit. Like, if we we can't beat this team under any circumstance, what if we see them in the playoffs again? So. I think that caused a little bit of a that caused a spiral. They they uh, they lost four in a row. They came out of the break and looked like they had the bet, the most favorable schedule in the NFL, and then lose to the Giants, Bills, and Jets in three consecutive weeks. And so, yeah, everybody's down on them. Everybody is down, and uh, um, and and it was like, oh, all right, it's going to be a rebuild now. Now we're talking about so let's let's play Patrick Mahomes, the backup, mm-hmm. and let's just let's just get this whole let, let's get the future started. The, the victory on Sunday has has changed the conversation again, and, and Saturday's game against the Chargers is essentially for the division. It doesn't clinch it for either team, but uh, whoever wins will be one win away from clinching it. And um, and so that's uh, if it's the Chiefs anyway. Uh, so that's that's where that's where it is, and it's um, uh, I think there's gonna, it's going to take one more victory uh, victory Saturday to get this. The fan base fully back in in um, fired up mode for this team. Uh, let's switch gears to the college uh, ranks, in uh, particular uh, to Bill Self's Kansas Jayhawks team, who finds themselves in uh, unfamiliar waters, having lost back to back games in the non conference portion. There, well, any time for that matter. Pac twelve, uh, Washington and Arizona State both picked them off. Uh, as I watch this team, Blair, I. I I can't put my finger on it, but there's something missing with this team. I don't know what it is, and they might be fine, and they'll probably run away with the Big 12 again, but I'm not sure where this team is at at this point. What's missing, in your opinion, if anything, on this team this year? Well, there's a couple of, there's a couple of issues that uh, they were able to mask early on. You know, they, they, they beat Kentucky early. They beat Syracuse. Uh, about a week and a half ago, and since the Syracuse win, is they, 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 they Washington, the Arizona State losses have exposed a couple things. One is this is a Kansas team that it currently is without depth. Uh, they play seven guys, and um, it's it's that way because 
the um, uh, there, there's a kid, a freshman named Billy Preston, mm-hmm. a very talented six ten kid who had who's had trouble. an issue with a car, had a little yeah. car trouble. Right. Like we all have car trouble, right? right? And so he he has some car trouble in in that uh, whether the car he's driving is uh, you know who, who paid for it and who's it registered to and all of that. So. Kansas continues to work through that. I, I keep hearing that uh, that the it's going to get resolved and he's going to be with them soon. But I've been hearing that for a couple weeks, so I don't know. Um, they have another kid, another tall kid, six six eleven, six ten, six eleven freshman, um, uh, the Sylvia uh, D'Souza, Silvio D'Souza, who uh, who's reclassifying to enroll in Kansas for the second semester. He'll help uh, with some depth issues. Kansas has been forced to play some odd lineups because of uh, because of the, the, the roster makeup and, and lack of depth. That's one issue. The other issue is they don't play defense, and uh, especially at the perimeter, and that's been a big problem. And, and Arizona State scored 58 points in the second half uh, against the Bill Self coach team. And I could tell I wasn't there because that game was was played during the Chiefs game on Sunday. But I could tell watching the, the Bill Self post-conference, uh, post-game conference that uh, he was absolutely livid. His, his, his tones were measured, and mm-hmm. he said all the right things. But when a team doesn't play defense, that just that gets to the heart of the matter for him. And um, uh, that, will, that will change. They play at Nebraska on Saturday. I don't know who's going to win that game, but I'll guarantee you there will be a dedication to defense by the Jayhawks in that game. Self called it the softest team that he's had in his fifteen years. Hyperbolic, yeah. or is he onto something? Well, it, it, that's one of his. That's one of his uh, biggest insults when he calls a team soft, and um, and and that's uh, that. No word better explains what he means when teams don't play good hard defense or, or hit the or hit hit the boards well than soft and. Uh, you know, for you know, for, for Arizona State to come out, I, I don't know what they shot in the in the second half, but they were they ended up fourteen to twenty eight on three pointers, and they were well over fifty percent in the second half because Kansas couldn't get to the shooters, wouldn't run through screens, and um, and it just couldn't get hands in the face and, and get up against the the shooters. And basically, Arizona State was a three guard offense, and not just three guards, but three guards under six feet tall. They just had great ball movement, and Kansas just couldn't get there in time, and um, and, and, and the guys knocked, and the Sun Devils knocked down shots, much to their credit. It's one thing to get the shots, but the Arizona, but Arizona State knocked them down and, and knocked out Kansas in the process. That 95 points that Arizona State scored was the, like the second most ever, I think, in Allen Fieldhouse or tied for the most ever, so, something like that. So when that happens to a self team, he is, uh, he is absolutely going to let his team know about it. Uh, we got to get to Royals, but I do have to get this one in. Uh, what does your gut tell you regarding Bill Snyder and uh, whether he's, you know, the bowl is it for him? Is 2018, will he be patrolling the sidelines as the head coach in Manhattan? What's your gut tell you on Snyder? You know, um, if, if it's not, if he's going to use the bowl game as his final, uh, you know, event at Kansas State, that to me would say it's because some deal has been made that Sean would, would his son Sean would take over as as the head coach, and I I really don't have any I have no basis for that I have no reason to believe that it's going to happen, and that is actually a point of contention within the the Kansas State fan base is um, is whether Sean should take over, which is what Bill wants uh, to have happen. I think failing that, Bill's going to continue. I mean he he. Um, 
he, he battled through throat cancer in, in the spring and in the summer and, and coached this team and coached him to a good finish uh, and got him into, you know, got him into a nice bowl game. Uh, I, I think that the, you know, when, when he, when he retired the first time after the 2005 season, he was really, he really regretted it. And, and, and about a week later he regretted it after he did it. But the, you know, the, the K-State was already too far down the road in a succession search. So, um, I don't think he's going to make that mistake again. I think he's going to coach until he can't coach anymore or until Sean Snyder becomes the head coach. Last thing for you, Blair, as we run around Kansas City sports, the Royals. Uh, winter meetings upon us and Date Moore going to be fielding a lot of phone calls. How much of a uh, teardown is going to be happening in this offseason in your mind? I think it's going to depend on whether they uh, re-sign Eric Hosmer or not. I, I think there, I, I think there's an understanding now that Lorenzo Cain and Mike Moustakas, the two other big free agents, are are gone, and the Royals are really, uh, really going to make a play for Eric Hosmer. But I don't think they're going to be able to afford him. Hosmer would have to take less than what he would be offered in a in a larger market to come back to Kansas City, and I just don't think he would do that. So. Let's just assume Hosmer is gone. I think if that happens, I think I think a lot of things. I think that could set in motion a lot of deals by the Royals. Players like Kelvin Herrera, Joaquin Soria, Whit Merrifield, even uh, even some people speculate even Danny Duffy could be on the block. Mm-hmm. I think the only I think the only Royal that you're guaranteed to see next season is uh, is Salvador Perez. Uh, they they want to maintain something of a culture, and they they, they got to have at least one guy who played on the fourteen and fifteen teams left in that clubhouse uh, because we're talking about uh, losing just. I think there were only seven left on the roster from those teams, and uh, you want you want to have somebody who remembers uh, you know what a ring looks like. But um, but if they do sign, if they re-sign Hosmer, I think they they try to uh, maybe the rebuild's not as drastic. But what, what's coming out of the winter meetings now is a sentiment like Nate Moore wants to get the Royals back into a contending position in a couple of years and be able to have a, a, a team that can contend for 10 to 15 years and not the five-year window that just closed for the Royals. Um, and, and it closed for a, for a bunch of reasons. I mean, the, the free agents all came on the market at the same time. And, um, and, and I think Nate Moore wants to leave a legacy in Kansas City of, you know, when he steps down or moves on as GM, he will have given this market a you know a, a team, a, a franchise that you can think about being in the postseason more than just a, a, more times than in a small window. Blair, just enough time to say goodbye to you and wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and thank you for what you uh, do for us. We appreciate it as always when you hey. come on. Thank you, Blair. Sounds good, guy. You take care. Good to talk to you. Blair Kirkhoff, Kansas City Star. One o'clock hour coming up next. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at BC Divide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. 
It's the 12 Deals of Christmas. Log on to 1700kbgg.com. Click on the 12 Deals of Christmas banner and purchase the deals you want with half-off gift certificates at... Graziano Brothers Italian Foods, a Southside tradition since 1912. Graziano's is famous for their Italian sausage. They also carry all the right Italian ingredients. Delicious cured meats, cheeses, pastas, breads, tomato products, spices, the list goes on and on. Graziano's party platters and sandwiches to go are the talk of the town. Pita Pit. Head to Pita Pit and try their new artisan pitas. Chicken pesto, bacon cheeseburger, hot shot chicken, Thai satay chicken, Tuscan chicken, and steak fajita. Pita Pit is fresh, made-to-order pitas. Chicago Dog, they do it right. Sandwiches are made fresh when ordered. Try the original Chicago Beef Dog. All beef, mustard, relish, onion, tomatoes, sport peppers, pickle spear, and celery salt on a poppy seed bun. 70th and Douglas in Urbandale and another location coming soon. It's the 12 Deals of Christmas at 1700kbgg.com. This is Charles Osgood. Give your employees the power to do their best work and maximize your budget with Dell Small Business. Update the new Dell Business PCs with Intel Core Processors. Dell Small Business Advisors mean that you'll get the best deals and business solutions. Save up to $300 on select business PCs and servers from now till December 17th and get free shipping. Visit dell.com slash smallbusiness or call 877-BY-DELL. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.875%, APR 4.05%. But choosing the right mortgage lender means choosing more than just a rate. Does calling the company with 11 J.D. Power Awards for client service matter? Does calling the company that invented Rocket Mortgage, the industry's most innovative technology, matter? If working with America's number one online lender matters to you, call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. Hi, my name is Melanie Brown. I'm the Executive Director of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Iowa Chapter. I would like to thank all of you for your support this year. We have made huge strides in cancer research and are making it a reality for more patients to come home for the holidays. In this season of hope, please consider giving the gift of life by going to lls.org or calling 515-270-6169. We at the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society want to wish everyone a happy holidays and a safe and healthy New Year. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single family and multifamily homes, tear offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roof. 